Welcome back, everybody. My name is Alize. I'm your Sprouting Joy podcast host, and this is our regularly scheduled programming. I'm really, really excited to be here with you guys. I feel like, whew, I think I did an episode last week. I can't remember, but it just feels like it's been a lot longer. I've been trying to get used to doing the Bible studies, so I feel like I, I'll do Bible studies, and then I, I just... Yeah, like, I feel like I haven't really done a regular... I mean, I've been consistent, but in my mind, at least, I can't remember what my last regular episode was. So I'm really, really excited to be back. I'm sure you guys are like, you literally let out an episode last week. And I'm like, oh, I don't remember the last time. It's just because there's a lot going on. Um, If you follow me on Instagram at all, I just finished my first book, um i'm not completely done yet i finished the first draft so it has to go through the editing process but the fact that i actually have a first draft or anything completed at all that would could could be considered somewhat of a finished work is mind-blowing i don't want to get too much into it because that's not what this uh podcast is for i just wanted to share that because it's just mind-blowing to me and i also started going back to school again so I never dropped out or anything. Um, Well, technically, I did drop out of one class. Only class I've ever dropped out of for work reasons. But I was just doing a lot of online classes. So it's been a very long time since I've done an in-person class. I haven't done an in-person class since, if you want to count the class I went to for two weeks since last fall. But if you want to count not that class since two falls ago. So my first... No, my first winter semester was the last time I did an in-person class, which is wild to say the least. I've been doing online classes for a very long time, so going back in person just felt a little weird. I'm hoping I don't... No, I'm not even hoping. I won't drop out. I don't have the ability to. I have to take these classes in order to transfer, but I also have the days specifically scheduled to be able to go to class, so... Yeah, that's that's a little update on my life. If I ever reschedule an episode in the next few months or anything like that, just know it's because of schooling reasons, trying to find a balance with my new schedule and, you know, working on the book and stuff. But anyways, let's get into it today. I don't know if you guys are on social media as much as I am, but obviously I do social media for work, so I kind of have to be. <laughs> but I, over the last month and a half or so have been seeing just an insurmountable amount of end time videos and that's what we're going to be talking about today the title of this episode is is it really the end because i'm just in shock at how many people are fully fully convinced that jesus is coming back by the end of this year or at least within the next two to three years. I mean, there's just so many people that are pushing all of this negative news coming out and, and all of these things that tie to revelations and just saying, oh, Jesus is coming back, Jesus is coming back. And most people are very, very, very excited about it. But when you're watching this stuff and you're listening to this stuff constantly, back to back to back to back to back to back, to back and just everybody talking about how it's going to be the end and the end and the end, Being a young person, being 20 years old, hearing this stuff, only really having lived for two years of my entire life, 18 of those years 
really struggling only two years having a relationship with God and feeling like I've actually been alive, it's really difficult to swallow that stuff after hearing it constantly. It's almost depressing in a way. It really turned me off of social media. There was a point where I stopped watching because it was just too much to handle and it was starting to affect me mentally. And it's not because I don't want to see God. It's not because I don't want to go to heaven. It's because there's still, and I know that this is always going to be the case. There's always going to be somebody, you know, there's always going to be a still want to do this, still want to do that. But there's just, there's things that I would like to do an experience before Jesus comes back, you know, and I just feel like my life has just started. I'm nowhere near being like finishing my purpose or doing what I've been called to do on this earth. I feel like I've only just started. And now all these people are saying that, you know, the end times are coming. And I know that the moment Jesus left, the end times started. Like it was, it was end times as soon as Jesus resurrected. It's been the end times, but it's just with the prevalence of social media and the ability to transport information across the world in an instant of a second, it's just more in our face now. And I wanted to talk about that today because I, as a Christian, am still trying to swallow the pill of the end times being here and and I and I wanted to give my personal perspective on it because it does say in the bible that no one knows the time or the day even Jesus and there's people on Instagram no not Instagram on social media who are like oh well I was given this divine revelation I saw it in a dream I had a vision I was given this discernment and maybe maybe but even the sun doesn't know the sun doesn't know only god only god knows the time and the day jesus doesn't even know so i don't i find it really difficult to wrap my brain around the fact that a a, a human an imperfect human would know more than jesus or jesus would discern this to them and i think that talking about the end times and saying we're gonna everything's gonna go to to trash soon and we're all gonna die and this world is gonna be judged and everything is not the best way to bring people to Jesus I think it's a cop-out I do because it's easier to say oh the world is ending that's why you should follow Jesus then Jesus loves you endlessly and he wants a relationship with you and that's why you should follow Jesus it's easier to say, oh, the end times are coming. I don't have to worry about going and discipling people than to say, you know what? Every single day I'm going to live it as if it's the last. And, and I'm going to do exactly what Jesus has called me to do. And I just think it's a cop-out. I feel like, and maybe some people truly believe this, but I just don't think it's beneficial to go around spouting about the end times, end times, end times. When there's still so, 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 so many souls that have yet to hear the gospel. So many. And I know in the Bible it says that even down to the very last day, people are still going to be getting married and they're still going to be eating and drinking and laughing and having parties and having dinners and enjoying each other's company. So truly, somebody could be on their wedding day when Jesus comes back. 
and it's probably gonna happen it's probably gonna happen because it says even in the last days people will still be eating drinking and everything else of the sort but that doesn't mean that we should tell them oh you know what just don't just don't get married it's not worth it jesus is coming back so it's not like you're gonna have a marriage or you know jesus is coming back so just don't just don't do anything else like why we're already we're already on our way out with one foot out the door pretty much we're already there i I just think that mindset can be really detrimental not just to the people hearing it but to the people who believe it because then what happens when 10 years down the road let's say jesus still hasn't come back where's their faith going to be because they had this supposed divine revelation that jesus was coming back and now all of a sudden it's seemingly not that what what do you do then how do you how do you console that how do you come back from from saying jesus is going to come back to then realizing oh maybe i was wrong maybe he's not coming back and then well not he's not coming back but he's not coming back in the certain specific time frame that you once assumed was real then what how do you how do you console that? How do you handle that? That's my issue with this mindset. I think it, we need a balance as Christians. We need a balance. There's there's a balance. Jesus had a balance. He did not just go around and and say, you know what? Oh, I'm gonna. I got I got a few days left, or I I know what I'm dying. Like I'm just gonna kick back, relax, and spend my time here the way I want it, and just tell people, you know what, that sucks for you. You'd no, he spent from the moment that I'm sure he could speak, even when he was a young boy, he was even in in the synagogues. From the moment he was articulate enough and knew his his purpose and and what he had to do, his mission, to his dying breath, he did not stop trying to save souls and trying to spread the truth and sharing the gospel with people. And I don't want us to get lost in the fact that we know we're saved. So we have a safety net and we just kick back and relax and do what we want instead of getting our elbows dirty and getting in the mud and really trying to save as many souls as possible. It just breaks my heart the way this world is becoming but it breaks my heart even more the Christians that are just okay with it. That I've just accepted it as this is the way the world's going to be. And we need to make sure we're good. And that's it. It truly tears me apart to see how many people are just complacent. I mean, even I am still being challenged in my faith. I, in full transparency, have struggled to share the gospel outside of social media platforms in day-to-day face-to-face conversations in secular spaces such as a school or anywhere outside a church. It's been really hard for me to do all my life, though. Even before I truly gave my life to God and I was I was Christian, even to just a few weeks ago, it's it's been very difficult for me and that's something that I've truly been praying for guidance and, and to help me and, and to really strengthen me in that area and today uh, my first or not today uh, no on my first day of school uh, well back to school like I said I started school this week so 
on my first day back at school, tomorrow's my second day, I had two opportunities to actually had three. But out of those three, out of those three, two of them I I shared about my faith and I shared what the importance of of church in my life. The first opportunity I had, I was leaving a Target and I'm going to my car to put my groceries in there. I mean, it was just a few snacks, really. And this lady approaches me in her car. She's in her car. She parks and she's like, hey, I want to give you my card. At first, I think it's like a business card or something. So I was like, whatever, I'll just take it. Made sure to be aware of my surroundings. I didn't want this to be some t- sort of like human trafficking scheme or whatever. So I was kind of making sure I was aware of what her face looked like, what her car looked like, making sure there was people around me outside. And I was a safe enough distance from her that nothing would happen, right? Just taking natural precautionary safety measures. She hands me her, well, I walk towards her car and she's sticking her arm out the window to give me the card. And she says, I'm a psychic. And in that moment, I felt, I felt in my heart, something flip, something turn. I knew immediately that she had some sort of spirit over her regarding this, this, whatever she does, psychic stuff. And in an instant of panic, instead of sharing the gospel with her and saying, you know what, I'm a Christian, I don't believe in that, but can I share with you about Jesus? I paused and I stuttered and I said, thank you. I grabbed the card and she drove away. And I felt the weight of not sharing the gospel with her and immediately immediately i started praying i started praying over her i started praying over the mom and the son that she gave a card to as well i started praying over myself that any spiritual connection any spiritual spiritual bond that might have been transferred through her card or to the mom or any ideas that that mom may have gotten about maybe thinking about doing it. Or even the lady herself just being released from that bondage. And I just immediately started praying heavily, heavily until the feeling of that weight on my chest went away. And I knew that that was an opportunity for me to share the gospel and I missed it. My second opportunity, I was in a new class of mine, very, very secular space. Um, talking a lot about, it's an ethics studies class, uh, talking a lot about gender roles and and other racial tensions and political tensions, everything along those lines that are very sensitive topics for Christians, but also just for the secular world in general. And we had to share... We had to share um, a little bit about ourselves and just something we did over winter break. Truthfully, I didn't take classes in the winter break. So all I had was church and friends. And same with sharing um, sharing one of our favorite songs. I contemplated just coming up with the name of a song that I'd heard before or that I knew just so that I wouldn't raise any suspicions 
But I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I don't want to pretend to be somebody I'm not on the first day of school. So I just said, you know what? Truthfully, I don't have a favorite song, but I have a favorite genre. I just shared a genre that I liked, something simple. But where it really counted was when she asked me, oh, well, what would you do over winter break? And I said, you know what? I didn't take classes, but I work at a church. And so for me, taking care of myself over over uh, winter break was being more involved in the community at my church not just working there but really being involved with the people and then we were asked to answer these questions in front of everybody so i stood up and in the corner i almost decided to not say the same answer but i knew that it would be very hypocritical of me to have given her a truthful answer in private and not share the same answer in public so i stood there and despite everything within me telling me to just let it be i said you know what to everybody i work in a church and my winter break consisted of trying to grow in community there to grow my leadership skills and to grow my communication skills as i'm on the social media team there and i just shared same answer i was a little nervous i'm not gonna lie but afterwards i felt good i felt good that i started the first day on an honest foot and you know what that may be a small step but it's still better than saying you know what i'm secure in my relationship with god and the end times are coming so i could care less i did not want to do that i knew that Going back to school is going to give me the opportunity to reach more souls than I do just regular church. And I want to take advantage of that and try to talk to as many people as possible, even if it's difficult. That is my personal goal and my personal challenge. Because I don't want to get so wrapped up in the security and the comfort blanket of knowing that I'm saved and I have eternal salvation, especially with the the, the way the world is going, but I also don't want to get caught up in what people say about end times. I want to be reminded that it's not humans that say when things are going to happen. It's Jesus. It's God. So I just want to challenge you today that whatever your mindset is about end times, I want you to flip it. If you're a little scared like me and you feel like there's still things you want to achieve and there's still things that you wish there was time for and maybe even sometimes you genuinely pray about this because it's something that you worry about. Maybe you desire marriage. Maybe you desire children. Maybe you desire to see a certain age. I challenge you that in spite of those worries that the devil is trying to flip and turn you away from God, that you go out there and you just continue to spread the gospel. And if that's something that you struggle with, like me, just take small steps. Share your faith little by little. It doesn't have to be outright in a big way. It can be very small by connection, being honest about where you go, what you do, and let them naturally come to you with questions. Hey, where do, where is your church? What what do you guys believe? What do you guys talk about? Why are you a Christian? And, and naturally, curiosity is going to seep in because all of our souls desire to worship something. 
And everybody has a testimony waiting to be heard. So just be open. Give a smile. Love. Have joy. And wear it proudly knowing that you are set apart. But you also have the opportunity to share that same blessing with others. I wanted to flip a very depressing and and heavy topic into something more joyful and positive because Jesus wouldn't want us to sulk around about him coming back or about things we don't get to experience. So instead of allowing our minds to sit on the things that we're not, we don't know for certain, we, we get to wake up every single morning and focus on the things that we do know are certain, like the people in front of us that maybe need to hear about Jesus. Maybe they're the only time they'll ever hear about him in their entire life is the moment that you talk to them. Or maybe you don't even say his name and it's just in the way that the joy of the spirit exudes from you, that it touches them in a way that they're like, wow, what does that person have? It sparks a curiosity in them and it, it brings on a conversation. Sharing the gospel doesn't have to be intimidating and it doesn't have to be from a pulpit and it doesn't have to be in this big marvelous way. It can be as simple as listening to somebody who is sharing about their day or just needs someone to intentionally listen to them. Something that will change the way they see people. Something that will change their day. Something as small as a smile can spread the gospel and i just really want to encourage that today i thank you for listening to this episode today i know it was a little all over the place but aren't they always i just really was letting the spirit lead me today and i started to get really hyped up towards the end just sharing my testimony and and just what my experience was being bold in faith it's it's refreshing to say the least So I encourage you, if you're someone like me, who sometimes you can get a little timid, you're not that great of a social presence in person and interactions are a little difficult for you, I just encourage you to pray and allow the Spirit to bring the people who need to hear about Him to you. And He'll do the rest. He'll orchestrate everything if you have a willing heart and a willing spirit. I'll see you guys next week on Monday. We're going to be in our week four of our Proverbs Bible study of part one. So remember, there is two parts. We're not just finishing halfway and then leaving it there. There is two parts. I split it up into part one and part two, so it's more digestible. If you haven't yet listened to it, feel free to go and listen to our Proverbs Bible study. You can find it on Mondays at 1 p.m. This week's was rescheduled, so it was posted on Tuesday. So if you were wondering, that's why it was reposted, was because it was rescheduled due to some technical issues. And that was something I announced on my Instagram. I don't know if I already plugged that in to this episode, but just a reminder, if you want to keep up with all the latest updates and reschedules and special guests and important information for this podcast, be sure to listen to my Instagram at sprouting joy pod i will post stories on there i post posts on there i put all my recent information and i have my link tree where you can find all of the pressing information that you need to know thank you for listening i'll see you guys next week bye